Welcome to this message from Life Assembly, a thriving church in the northwest suburbs of Minneapolis. Please visit us online at lifemn.org for more information. And now join us as we pursue Jesus together. Good morning, church. Good morning, Life Assembly family and friends and and visitors. We greet you in the name of our Lord. We came together and, and worship, and as we picked out these songs for us today, we wanted to make sure that, that we are coming together and lifting up the name of Jesus and glorifying who he is, And because during a somber time like this, we must be able to take our eyes off of ourselves in our current situation and cast them and cast our cares and our burdens on to God because he can handle, he can handle them. This is a, a difficult time for us as Minnesotans, as we have seen death, we've seen rioting, we've seen brokenness, this week, my wife and I called our kids and went and got them from Minneapolis. They both work, and they have both had the stress and the weight of this in their own city. You know, my, my thought has been, this is not my Minnesota. This is not your Minnesota. But then I've been corrected because in a way it is. Even though that 80% of the people have been brought in, those that are destroying neighborhoods and businesses, there is still a part of us that needs to take ownership of wrongdoing, of wrong hearts and wrong motives and wrong mindsets. At uh, 4 p.m. today in our church parking lot, um, we're going to have a time of prayer course, we're going to be distancing and doing all of those um, things, but we need to come together. We need to pray. You can walk. You can sit in your car. You can sit in a lawn chair, but we are going to pray and we are going to cry out. So many of you have been fasting and, and praying. I have been standing with you. I've been fasting with you. Continue. You know, we, we called this time of prayer and fasting earlier in the week, and God knew God knew that it was needed, and so thank you for those of you who are a part of this and participating in this, and I want to ask you to continue to do so. We, as a church, we will be a part of the cleanup in our city and in our state. We will help our city with the means that, that we have and the Lord gives to us. The gospel of Jesus Christ is about restoration and reconciliation. We see that through the life of, of Jesus. He came to provide access. He came to mediate so we have access and healing and connection and relationship with Jesus. And just as Jesus came to provide that, we are to go do likewise and to provide reconciliation and, and to do this like him, to be a part of the restorative process. And that comes not only spiritually, 
but that also comes in the way that we act and the way that we behave because we are to be reconciliators. God has restored us. God has reconciled us, and we need to go and do the best that we can to be the hands and the feet of Jesus. You know, today is Pentecost Sunday, and as we have been working through the COVID-19, and over the last couple weeks, I have been hearing uh, the mounting excitement of Christians being able to come and gather for Pentecost Sunday. Because the, the idea of, of the Spirit of God coming, when we, we see this in John chapter 16, verse 7, where Jesus says, I must go so another may come. And, and so when he leaves, the Holy Spirit comes, and we celebrate this on, on Pentecost Sunday, that the Holy Spirit came for you, and, and he came for me, and there was this excitement about after, after this pandemic that we can come together and we can celebrate coming together, and, and just like, like Pentecost where, where God came to us, we get to come and then we get to be with each other. And there was something to celebrate, but then this week we watched in disbelief and we have mourned together with the death of George Floyd. We have watched in horror. We have tried to figure out what we saw together. As I've talked to people, as I've read what you've been posting, the pain of what we're feeling is so real. It's ripe. Some of you have told me that you can't sleep some of you have told me that you're, you're crying. Some of you have told me that you're angry. And as I was thinking about this, I, I was thinking of Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And it says, For everything there is a reason and a time for every matter under heaven. There is a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to, to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh and a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow and a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What you are feeling right now is human. What you are going through is okay. And actually, I want to encourage you to really feel it and remember it because we will build. Just as things have been torn down, we will mend. And just like this, this is stating, we will, as we're seeing the negativity, we will build on top of that. As things have been cast away, there's going to be also a time to gather. And we will as a church, we will be a part of this healing process. And I believe what God will do is bring a reconciliation that many of us have never seen in our lifetime.
I'm calling you to be a part of that. I'm calling you to join us in this time of healing and of reconciliation because it will come. And I don't know about you, but I want to be here for it. I want to be here for it. And I want to encourage you to be here, to, to be active, and to do what you can to be able to see people come together and for God to be glorified in this. Now, with Pentecost Sunday, and, and I've been praying and, and, and thinking about this and trying to, to ask where the Lord is, is leading us as a church, and especially as we think about uh, the Holy Spirit coming to empower you and I and to be able to walk in step with Jesus I, I was thinking of, of Galatians 5.25 where it says, Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. To, to be in step and, and to be hearing and knowing that God is leading us. And there has never been a time that is more important for us to be in step and in line with the Spirit of God. In Romans chapter 8, we see the, there's a difference that Paul, the Apostle Paul, as he's writing, is he, he calls us to something. And, and he, he shows the difference between people who live according to their own desires, people who live according to their own flesh and to, to what they think is right, and he calls it the flesh, the, those that are living according to their own flesh. And he differentiates that by people like you and like me who do our best to walk according to the Spirit of God. And so he, he says that there are some who walk according to the flesh and those who walk according to the Spirit. And, and he doesn't give any other options for this. Now, now, why don't you read with me? If you've got your, your Bible or your Bible app open, it's Romans chapter 8. And um, starting at verse 5, and it shows two ways for us to live. For those that live according to the flesh, they set their minds on things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and its peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile towards God, for it does not submit to God's laws. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, and if you're sitting there and you're listening to this, say me. That's right, because I'm talking to you right now. The God is talking to you right now. You, however, are not in the flesh, but are in the Spirit. Now, what's so interesting about this is that Paul says, set your mind, set your mind to. This is so important because we have an opportunity here as God is calling us, as his spirit is calling us, that we can take this and we can, we can accept and set our minds on, on the things above, on things that are right and those things that are pure and holy and godly. Or we can choose to set our minds on things that fulfill our own self and we follow our own desires and do what we think is right in and of ourselves. And we know that we can do nothing in and of ourselves, that we need 
all in full dependence on God. And this is what I am calling you to today. I am calling you to be in step and in line with the Spirit of God. When is the last time that you sat down and you set your heart and you set your mind on the things that are godly and the things that are right and on the Spirit? Because I don't know about you, but I do not want to be in line and in step with this world. I do not want to be in step with my flesh right now, especially with what we're going through. If ever there was a time to turn to God, if ever there was a time for you to call out to God, it is right now, it is today for you to be in step with the spirit of the living God. We are given two options. And for you today, maybe you're seeing the chaos around you and you are unsettled as you should be, as we all are. I can't speak for you, but I can speak for myself, is it feels really, really good to know that in the midst of chaos, I can look to God and I can be directed by his spirit and I can walk in full confidence in who he is, regardless of my current situation. This is what I'm calling you to today. Will you continue to stand? Will you continue to pray? And will you continue to walk in line with the Spirit? Will you be in step with God? Will you set your mind on the things of the Spirit and reject your own self? Will you reject the flesh, the desires that that you are chasing right now that are far from God? I am calling you to repentance. And maybe I should, should say that I am calling, but really God is calling you to repentance. There is a time for us to turn from our ways. There is a time for us to to turn away from what we've been doing and what we've been feeding. And it is a time for us to turn to God like never before. As our church, I first want to call you to do this. Those who are affiliated, those who attend our church and who support our church, we need to be the first to align ourselves with him, to be in step with the Spirit of God. Are you there, church? Are you there? If you're just joining us today, and I, I, don't, I don't know who you are, but maybe today is the day that you are in line with the Spirit of God. Call out to him. Call out to Jesus and say, Lord, I need you. I give you my life. Lord, I no longer want to walk according to my own flesh. I don't want to set my mind on things of this world. Help me to set my mind on things of you. And you know what? When you do that, and if you do that, God will begin to change you from the inside out and it will, you will never be the same again. I want to pray, not really for you. I want to pray with you. And so wherever you are, I, I just ask that you have an attitude of prayer right now. And just let, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, 
Lord, we feel so heavy right now. The weight of what is happening in our city, in our state, and nationally, is, is, it's crushing to us, oh God. We are in desperate need of you. Heavenly Father, we ask for you to pour out your spirit upon us. Oh God, Lord, pour out your spirit. May we, we see where you're going and may we follow you. May we be obedient to what you're telling us to do. Heavenly Father, we need you. We need you in our lives. We need you in our homes. We need you in our cities and in our state. Heavenly Father, we cry out to you as a people. We call for peace in our city. We pray, Lord, that the people that are not a part of our city will be gone, that they will leave. Lord, I, I pray that, that they, it's like they have no idea why. They just begin to leave in droves, Heavenly Father. And may we see the reconciliation of our city come, and may we see this community come together like never before, and may your name be lifted high above all things. In your holy name, we pray. Amen. It's good to see you. And I want you to remember, like, the, like we read in Ecclesiastes 3, there is a time to cry. There is a time to mourn. But there's also a time for joy, and there's a time for rebuilding and mending. And that day is going to come soon. And I'm asking you to be a part of it. Will you join us? You've been listening to a message from Life Assembly. Connect with us online at lifemn.org. And thanks for listening.